right. Hello, I am Josh Hallman. I'm Tasha Hugh. And this is a podcast for screenwriters. By screenwriters. We're both screenwriters. The Act 2 podcast. Welcome to our first episode. You're going to tell us what Act 2 is. Yes, I am. Um, Act 2 is really just, in brief, a support network for professional working screenwriters. So screenwriters who are in the act two of their careers, right? So they're writers who have been kind of doing this for years. They already have reps. They've got either produced credits or some development credits, and they are actively working in the industry. So if that describes you, you are sort of eligible to become an act two member. Um, and, and really so- something you created. Yeah, it started in 2017. That's when we were founded. And I just found myself that year just in these conversations, not only with you and our writers group, but just with like other friends who are writers, where we sort of all realize we have a lot of the same problems and we're kind of not allowed to talk about it in this business. It's sort of this secret that everyone keeps, writers, producers, actors, that it's really fucking hard to do this job. Um, and we just put on a face that everything is fine. And I think I was like, well, then why don't we just get together and support each other and like have this safe fun community where we can ask questions that we maybe aren't allowed to ask outside of um, writing and, uh, you know, just educate ourselves too. Like we have monthly script clubs where we study the recent specs that have sold, for example, and sort of see, break down the writing, see how they did it, um, what can we learn from it. And uh, yeah, so it's just a community for working screenwriters to sort of get together and have fun and and learn and support yeah, each other. And good therapy session. Yeah. And then this brings us to... In this episode, we're going to be explaining why this podcast exists. Yes. um, Why we felt the need to even create another screenwriting podcast. um, A little bit about who we are, what to expect in the future, and uh, basically why we're doing this. Yeah. Why we're doing it and why you should care to listen to us about it. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us. (laughs) Well, for me, this feels like the podcast that I would have wanted when I was coming up in the business. You know, you graduate college and I think... You have no idea how the hell to make your pipe dream of becoming a screenwriter an actual reality. It's It feels like it's not something you could actually do to pay your rent. But you can. You can do it. And this podcast is sort of meant to help you figure out how, how to navigate it, um, learn from other screenwriters who are doing it on a daily basis, yeah. um, and learn from their mistakes, learn from their experiences. And that's why it exists. And we're going to yeah. be like deconstructing, you know, <laughs> uh, reasons why, like if, if people sell a script, for instance, it's yeah. like discussing how it got to that point. What were the steps? What were the stages? Absolutely. Uh, I feel like you go to panels and you hear people say, you know, the panel is meant to be, how did you become a screenwriter? And then you just hear literally that, well, I wrote a script and then I sold it yeah. and, or I, I got my agent and then we sold it. It's like, wait a second, there's a million steps in between that that you're not explaining to me and I need to understand that in order to then follow in your footsteps and also become a screenwriter who has sold something so we're gonna go into those steps and answer all your questions all those nitty-gritty questions that I feel like other podcasts sort of tend to gloss over 
Um, and for example, I recently spoke to an A-list writer and I was telling her about my experience and my struggle in pitching for a rewrite job that's come up and it's against several other writers and it's taken me a couple weeks to put this pitch together. And she was just kind of flabbergasted by this process because for her, when she goes to do a rewrite job, she's literally just handed scripts by studios that say, Hey, would you rewrite this? So there's just like a separation in reality in terms of what her job looks like versus what sort of the everyday working screenwriters job job looks like and so it's a podcast for those people yeah i guess we should give a little information about us who we are i'll start (laughs) (laughs) yeah do it who we are and why why we're why we were able to talk about this um so i um, i was born in orange county which is about an hour south of los angeles and even just an hour south of la nobody knows what screenwriting means nobody knows what the business of Hollywood means everyone that I grew up with became um you know doctors lawyers construction like like normal jobs okay Um, I was like the black sheep in the family and what I wanted to do was I wanted to write novels and I went to school for that I studied screen or not screen I studied creative writing and I studied history and it wasn't until junior year in college that I realized that screenwriting was maybe a job that you could do. Um, for some reason, that just like never really occurred to me. I loved movies. I loved big blockbuster movies. I loved Disney movies. I loved action horror, like everything. But I just never knew that you could write for that for some reason. And then in this class I took in junior year, it's called History Through Film. And you just watch a ton of movies that have a sort of thematic point of view about history. And I was fascinated by that because I wanted to be a novelist because I wanted to write thematic stories that meant something in the world. And I didn't realize that you could write movies like that. And so I tried to like gobble up all the film classes we had at my small artsy all women's college called Mills College in Oakland. And it wasn't much. We had video classes and we had playwriting. You went to an all women's college? I went to an all women's college. Interesting. Um, That's a story for another day, (laughs) (laughs) I think. but yeah, so I, I instead of playwriting, I, I forced my professor to let me write screenplays instead. I didn't know what I was doing and neither did she. And so when I graduated, I realized I probably need to get an actual film education. So I went to Boston University to their MFA program. And so I was there for two years and did the official like here are the masters. Here's structure. Um, and then you sort they sort of drop you in LA afterwards when you graduate and say, okay, like go get internships now and go become an assistant and then you'll figure it out. And you just, that's kind of how it is. You literally just have to start swimming and figure it out as you go. And we're going to talk about this in the yes. future, but did you have an internship lined up when you left? I did not. The way that Boston University works is they have sort of what they call a BU in LA program. And so you graduate from their film program and you come here to LA and they sort of set you up in an apartment and then you find internships based on their connections that they have with their alumni. They set you up in an apartment? I mean, you pay for it, but everyone in the program like stays in the same apartment complex essentially. So you have this little community. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was... Interesting. Um, we, we're definitely going to have an episode on yeah, film yeah, school yeah. We'll get into that stuff and whether or not you should or should not do it. Um, but so that was that was my experience. Um, and my internships were at Village Roadshow, uh, which is a really big company, and then also a smaller company um, called Radiant Productions, which is Wolfgang Peterson's company. He directed Troy and um, 
Troy. I'll, I'll, no, we'll just say Troy. Troy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I had like really different experiences there. And then eventually through connections I made at those internships, was able to get my first job in the industry, which was as an assistant to Tommy Shlami, who directed and executive produced The West Wing, which was my favorite show at the time. And um, I ended up becoming his assistant for Studio 60, which is this short-lived show back then. Um, And when it got canceled, I sort of had to make a decision about what I wanted to do with my life. Do I want to keep doing the assistant grind or do I want to finally try to get a manager and an agent? Um, And those questions all sort of bubbled to the surface. Eventually, I became an assistant to an executive at Universal and worked for her for four years until I got a blind deal at Warner Brothers, and that was in 2014. And since then, I have been working as a screenwriter. And all of those steps have a million processes involved in how they became um, what they were. So episodes are going to talk about that, and we're going to go more in depth on that. Because this path of becoming an intern and then an assistant to then become a screenwriter is a legitimate path that many people have taken. And so we're going to kind of break that down and, and talk about what exactly that looks like. But that has been my path so far, which yeah. I love because it's completely different from Josh's path. Yeah. It's interesting because I think you had said, uh, like you had viewed films as just purely entertainment at one point. Yeah. And I think I still sort of film, <laughs> view films as purely entertainment. That's like one of my things I love about films. All right. So my story. So my path is completely different because, uh, I did not go the assistant route. I did not do that. Well, so I'm from Wisconsin. I went to school in Milwaukee, uh, at Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I went to like an independent film school, which I didn't enjoy that much because I love blockbusters. I love, I mean, my favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future. I love like these really high concept films. And I was going to school. I was t- uh, starting the film school. I ended up just finishing. Uh, when I left, I was like, doing the communication program. Uh, moved out here blindly. I jumped around doing, like I, I worked at a, a grocery store. I worked at a hotel. I was like doing the food service industry stuff. And I actively, well, so when I came out here, I didn't know what f- like the film industry was. I thought you could just come out and make film. Like literally I was like, I love movies, so I'm gonna go to Los Angeles and make movies. And I love Los Angeles, I love everything about Los Angeles. And so I just wanted to be here. And first and foremost, I was like, I just need to figure out how to get here. And it took me a really, really long time to figure out like the different departments and how people operated and what everyone did and and, the uh, realities of what it actually yeah, means to the make realities. a movie. <laughs> yeah. like, I just thought that I literally thought if you were a writer, like screenwriters directed and directors produced and like it all like tied together and I was wrong, but, uh, I jumped around. I was like, I was a PA. I worked in an art department and then I really gravitated toward, uh, like the digital world. Like this is when YouTube was really, uh, like you could just make short films and everyone would see it and you'd feel good about yourself and. Uh, like money was just starting to pour into the internet. And so I worked on a travel series for a bit. My friend and I were doing uh, tri- different trips where we'd walk to San Diego. We took scooters to um, uh, New York. And uh, we had this like 
thing going on where we were getting funding and we were making a little bit of money. But I remember very specifically uh, being on the trip in the scooter trip and just saying to him, like, I wanted to be a screenwriter because it was something I always wanted to do. It was partially the reason I came out here. Um, it wasn't until we actually started our writers group in like 2009 when I really started to take screenwriting seriously and where I was like, okay, I understand how things work now. I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to just do a hundred different things. I'm going to start focusing on one thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I actively have worked in like operated in the spec world since you've known me because, uh, it's just in a weird way. It's my preference and it's like, it's terrifying at the same time, but I, I just didn't want to go the agent route and like, or the, uh, agency route where like being an intern and kind of taking the steps and for a million stubborn reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because we have very different personalities and it's really reflected in the path that we chose. Like I, when I graduated college, I really just wanted people to tell me how do I become a screenwriter? And there's no right answer to that, right? Yeah. As you'll find in this podcast, we're going to have a million different stories of people becoming successful in very different ways. And that to me was terrifying because I was a really hard worker and all I knew is like if you just pointed me in a direction, I could get the steps done. Yeah. But no one could point me in the right direction. And that was basically my worst nightmare. And so I, what the thing I did know was that, okay, you can get an entry-level job as an assistant and you can learn the business that way and then make connections and eventually someone might try to hire you or you'll become friends with someone who, like I just knew like that vague entry point. And so I was like, okay, that's some direction that I can understand. Let me do that. Whereas I feel like you, you're, like, you're so sort of like brave <laughs> in your ability to just like well, do whatever... Yeah. I don't know what the, I have no idea what the explanation is. <laughs> Maybe it's because when I came out here, I didn't know what I was doing. So that, that discomfort is like my comfort zone. Right. And that, and that discomfort terrifies me. Um, Dang. yeah. So it's interesting. Right. So you're going to get very different perspectives on turn sort of into how a therapy. Session. I know it will be <laughs> this is all one giant therapy podcast for screenwriters. Oh man. <laughs> so anyway, that's what this podcast is. That's who we are. That's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing for me too that that's important about this podcast is that the the job of being a screenwriter is a is a real job. It, like I said, it feels like it's a dream, but on a day to day level, we work really hard, and there are sort of rules that you have to follow and rules that you can break, and there are things you should know um, going into certain things, and and there's just a way of doing things that we want to talk about. And, um, you know, becoming a working screenwriter, as I've said before, it's like, it's so hard that the WGA tells you that it's easier to become a major league baseball player than to become a member of the WGA. So we're going to try to make it less hard, try to kind of fill in those gaps that you're not getting elsewhere so that you can eventually become a WGA member. Or if you are a WGA member already, you know, learn from other people's experiences that are at your same level. Yeah. Exciting. That's yeah. it. That's our podcast. That's our podcast. Beautiful. Um, so we're going to leave the podcast with a quote of the day. Yeah. Every podcast. Every podcast. To Something inspire to inspire you, you hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this one is by the novelist Octavia E. Butler. You don't start out writing good stuff. You start out writing crap and thinking it's good stuff. And then gradually, you get better at it. That's why I say one of the most valuable traits is persistence. <laughs>